I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I'm joined by one of my all-time favourite Love Island Islanders. And like, there's been so many and I've got so many mates off the show, like Olivia, Faith, that are absolutely love. But you know yeah. why I fucking love you, mate? It, why? It was, <laughs> and this is good for the soul, this bit. But like, honestly, it was that moment where, and I don't want to rehash old traumas for you or anything like that, but you're really happy in a relationship now and I know you've moved yes, on. Yes, I am. But it was yeah. that moment where obviously Curtis shared his feelings with you and you shared yours with him, you know. And I just thought, this is a powerful girl. Like, this is someone who is not afraid to um, wear a heart on her sleeve, to mm. show, like, to show how she's really feeling and, like, and, and just put herself out there. And I thought that was really brave. And then the moment when you made that decision to leave as well, I was like, I don't think that's ever been seen before, you know, on something like Love Island. We, no, nah, I hadn't. We'll, we'll, we'll get a lot off. And this is no disrespect to Love Island does. Jesus Christ, like, I'd probably do it if I was given that opportunity and I was still young enough, you know. I would, like, you know, when people are like, oh, I'll, when someone gets booted off, they're like, oh, I love him so much, but I owe it to myself to stay. And you think, no. Nah. You're fucking saying the money sounds last. Just hold your hands yeah. off. We've got, we'll have respect for you just the same. We're all yeah. in for the entertainment. But you you put your hands up and said, like, this isn't good for me anymore and I'm going to go. Yeah. And that was I think Because I, I genuinely did go in there to meet someone and then we were, I was in my, like, second psych session of the day, daily, two a day, every day. Um, and uh, it's amazing. It's free therapy. It's the best kind of therapy. Um, and I was like... Um, they're like, cause obviously, because when you meet someone new and I was like, oh, I'm not going to meet anyone new now because, you know, it's only three weeks left. And I was like, oh... Oh, I could probably just go home then. Maybe that, I should just go home. Like, <laughs> is is that was that the thought process, or were you like, I'm actually really hurt. I, I need to, I need some space. Well, like, I was really, I was really hurt, and then sort of, I felt like I had to stay there because you know, proving a point or more. Hundred, want to know? One hundred fifty thousand people apply. You're very lucky to be here. You know, um, you know, other people could have had this place, and you've taken the place, and all of this. And then I was suddenly like, hang on. I came here to meet someone. I'm not going to meet someone now, so I can go. No, but I just feel like it's really admirable. And I, I love to think I would have done the same thing in your shoes, mate. I, I don't know. Obviously, I'll, we'll never find out, but it just showed so such great character. And I mean, I was I was absolutely... Like, I hadn't slept for five days. I hadn't eaten for five days. I was drinking seven... My, my anxiety behaviour is um, drinking water. 
Uh, and I was drinking 17 bottles of, of the Love Island bottles, 17 of them a day. Because, so I was like, I was at the end of my tether. And then when I was a bit like, actually, no, I'm not really well, I can leave now. Just, I feel like good for you, though, for taking matters into your own hands and prioritising your health and your peace over sitting. And, like, mm. look where you've ended up, mate. Like, you are just on Good Morning Britain this morning. Like, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I've seen talks <laughs> of, like, a TV show in the works. Like, you have proven that you can prioritise your health and res- respect yeah. for yourself and still do well. And I think as well, when you get out of Love Island, everyone gleefully gleefully says to you you know oh enjoy it while it lasts that's a fuck you've only got a year you've only got a year you've only got a year and then winter love island was announced and everyone's like oh you've only got six months you've only got six months and like previous love islands were saying to us you know oh um yeah you, you guys we all had a year but you've only got six months and stuff and i think like it'll be three years next month that i went in and like i was on good morning britain this morning like i everyone sort of not write me off a bit, but everyone was a bit like, yeah, she'll be like six months and out. Honestly, like, I know it's a, a, a circumstance, like, that's a phrase that's really, like, s- sort of specific to Love Island, like, you'll have a year or whatever, you know? And I, yeah. But people did the same thing to me. Like, people told, yeah. people told me, like, oh, don't leave Geordie Shore because then everyone will just, everyone will forget who you are. Like, you won't do yeah. anything else. Like, what are you good for? And all the rest of it. And I had it all mate for a good six months to a year after I left until yeah. I, until I got the jungle so like it it's just insane people can doubt you all they want but yeah, yeah. like the proof's in the pudding but, mm. but you say like about like putting yourself first and stuff obviously when I met Sam but then went for a second round of egg freezing everyone was like you know oh why are you doing that why are you doing that and I'm like because I don't, like, I love Sam, I trust him, I trust that he can never cheat on me, but I will not trust anyone with my life. With your future, and future happiness. And my being a mum. So I'm like, because then Sam said, like, really kindly, he did loads of research, and he was like, oh, embryo freezing has more success than egg freezing, do you want to do that? I'll, I'll do that with you. I'm like, no, babe, because then if we split up, I can't use them. Like, Can you like, imagine just bombing about with your ex? We are just like, I'm us. sorry, I've got to use this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he was like, I might let you use them. I was like, no, let's let's not. I was like, let's save that money and use it for IVF if we need it. Um, but yeah, so that, and again, like, it's sort of being in control of your own destiny because um, you don't know. I've had friends who have been midway through their second round of IVF and then their husband's gone actually do you know what I don't think I want this anymore and yeah I know I know and you're so right like I think there's a famous quote isn't there where it's like nobody else should be responsible for your happiness like you should be responsible for your own happiness and other people can bring more joy yeah more love more happiness more whatever in your life but you always have yeah. to be responsible for your own and I do think it's um it's Sometimes women get like a really rough end of the deal. And this is one of those mm-hmm. particular instances. Like, for example, if the rules were reversed here and Erkan was 20, Erkan was like 35 this year and I was yeah. 28, like we'd be in no rush, would be kicking back, would be chilling out. Like he could yeah. break up with me if he wanted, go on, like shag around for another 10 years and then decide he was ready to be a father. But, like, yeah. not that I'm saying shagging around appeals to me in the slightest. I'm the laziest shag ever. Like, I feel sorry for him, the poor fella. But no, it, it just, it, I don't have that luxury. So 
like everybody, and quite rightly so, you know, thought, oh, well, now that he's, again, like now that he's found love, she's engaged, it'll be married and kids. But I still don't feel like that's the right decision for me, mate. Like, no. and for him and for our relationship, he's, yeah. he's, so I don't know about you and Sam, are you the same age, similar stages? Um, so he's 34 and I'm 29. Um, so similar to me, so, and I can't yeah, so, so, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but obviously, like I, I said to someone yesterday, you know, the professor has told me that I've got sort of, well, in January, he said three to four years of good fertility left, right? So that takes me to like 33. If I hadn't have spoken to my mum about like early menopause, if I wasn't so fertility aware, at 33, would I have thought my good fertility had run out? No. I always used to say, I don't want kids till I'm 35. If I had left that in my head and been like, I don't want kids till I'm 35, started trying at 35, my good fertility's gone. It's a distant memory. It's not It's not even just gone. It's like two years gone. Um, so it's like, you know, actually... I do have to think about this sort of thing now, but boys don't. Cause the, um, we were talking earlier on about how life now is, you know, you can be a career woman, go to university, go travelling, you know, you don't have to get married at 20 and have a baby at 22 anymore. But the only thing that hasn't evolved is women's bodies. And I think Mother Nature's like, ha-ha! Oh, yeah, she always scuppers with it. It's like when you go, it's like yeah. your first day on holiday and your white bikini and she's like, have a period, you prick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're like I'm not due for two weeks. I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, you were having far too much fun. Those daiquiris were going yeah. down far too easily. Up and have this, and the mood swings to boot. Um, yeah, but I do think like what this subject needs, you know, um, egg freezing, fertility MOTs, having babies in later life, conceiving in a way that is maybe outside of the norm. I think all of these things need more sunlight and more honest discussion. Yeah. Um, and I think someone yeah. like you, I, I, you sorry, someone like you yeah. using your platform for that is like super important. Yeah. Sam keeps saying that we should do a podcast, me and him, because he didn't know anything about it. And he's sort of like, we need to do a podcast of you teaching me about each thing. Um, me and Erkan would listen because he is woefully ignorant. Yeah. He just doesn't get it either. Yeah. Well, like Sam, Sam thought until like before this, Sam thought you'd get pregnant on every day of the month. Oh, and I was, uh, I was explaining does. to him, yeah, that there, there's like literally like two or three days, like you have a window, but like really there's two or three days. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, it's actually really hard to get pregnant. Like, you know, you have at school, it's like if you have sex once, you'll get pregnant and have twins. And then you will like be a, like, you'll be, on the, you'll be a like, scarlet like, woman and no one will yeah, touch you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, so whereas actually in real life it is quite hard, but... um. But yeah, so we keep saying about doing that. But then time goes so fast. I swear this year's just started. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And suddenly I'm like, oh, it's it's another week. It's Friday again. Like, No, this year is going by ridiculously fast. I feel like it's the post-pandemic effect. We're all so desperate to make up for lost time, to see friends, to see family, yeah. to go on holiday, to take these opportunities that we missed. Subsequently, we're not really taking our foot off the gas, which is a bit of a shame because... One of the things I loved so much about lockdown, I remember thinking to myself is, isn't it nice to have a bit of time to stop and smell the flowers? Yeah. Like, I like people keep saying to me, oh, you need to watch This Is Us. And I'm like, well, I need another lockdown, don't I? Because there's seven series. <laughs> there's a lot. There is a lot like, of This I, Is like, Us. 
Like, I, I haven't watched Selling Sunset. I'm a big Selling Sunset fan. I haven't watched Series 5 yet. I don't know when I'm going to have time to do it. And I'm really annoyed about that. In your defence, it only came out at the weekend. Like, please, please yeah. don't put too much pressure on yourself. You are looking like you could be a Selling Sun- Sunset agent right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. Right, before we move on and I ask you a last couple of questions about the lovely Sam, I just mm. want to know, like, for my, even for just my own sort of interest more than anything... The stage you're at now, you've had all the hormones and stuff, and I'm assuming that's to like stimulate, um, like like egg growth and stuff and all that. Yeah. What's next? Is that the retrieval aim? No, I've done it all. I'm done. I'm done. Never like when I said goodbye to the professor the other day, I was like, I hope I like in the nicest possible way. I hope I never see you again. And he was like, right back at you. He was like, I think you'll do it all naturally, but when if you do need IVF, I'm here. You know I am. Um, but no, so I'm done. So I've got 12 in the freezer. Um, it's, it's a really short, it's like three weeks. So first day of your period, you go in for your internal scan. They check you right to start. You start your medication that night. Uh, you go back a week later, they scan you again. If it's all going all right, you start the second. So it's one in the morning, one in the evening. Um, and then about a week after that, you go and have your collection. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Can I ask you, like, as, yeah. as someone who's a really big fanny and is very nervous mm. about what lies ahead, um, is it at all painful? Um, so one of the injections is quite stingy because so you have a pen in, you have a pen injection, fine, piece of piece, um, and then there's a fire medal, um, which is a bit stingy. So there's a stingy um, one. Oh. Yes, it's, it's slightly stingy, but there's only you only have five of them, I think. Ah! Um, and once so it's just five days, but once it's done, it's done. Um, and then you have your trigger injection, which is a little thin needle, and then you're you have the sedat you have the ex collector done the sedation. So you go in, you put your legs in the stirrups, um, and you move and you move right down to the end of the bed, um, and then they uh, give you they put a cannula in your arm and then they put it in. And they're like, enjoy your sleep. And you're like, okay. And then, so obviously, because it's just sedation, not anaesthetic, you're not fully asleep, but you don't remember anything. So I, for example, my phone was in my handbag on the chair in the cubicle. And I laid down, they went, sweet dreams. I went, yeah, sweet dreams. Closed my eyes, woke up, sat on the chair, up on a whole different floor um, with my phone in my hand. And that was the next thing you remembered? Yeah. And apparently I kept saying to them, um, 
the reason um, I'm dealing with the anaesthetic so much better this time is because I've put on 10 stone in a year. <laughs> and I'm going, okay. And I was going, yeah, the reason I'm dealing with it so much better is I've put on 10 stone in a year, 10 stone in a year. And they're going, okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And it's not, obviously, I put on 10 kilos in a year. Um, <laughs> and then apparently they, 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 they knew that I'd sort of come back round when I said 10 kilos. They were like, oh, it's 10 kilos now, is it? <laughs> She's back in the room, ladies and gentlemen. She's back in the room. Um, I wish you the very best of luck with this like journey. And like I hope as well that you conceive naturally with gorgeous Sam and everything's great. But I just feel really proud of you that you've made this super conscientious and very responsible choice. And hopefully inspired other women as well to take control of their timelines. Yeah. And like as well, I would donate my eggs if I don't need to use them. Um, and I said that on telly this morning and I've had loads of messages from people being like, thank you so much, we had to use a donut egg and stuff. So I would say, if anyone's listening ever considered it, it's definitely like, you don't have to pay for the egg collection or anything. Um, my friend saw an, read, she's just a good person, she read an article, she's 22 years old, she read an article about shortage of egg donors and was like, I'll do that. And she got 24 eggs that are now being donated. So imagine that, like 24 little babies because of her there's some seriously good eggs out there hey. that was cracking come <laughs> on a roll oh. <laughs> right before i let you go um i can't let you leave without talking about the gorgeous sam who has of course had some mentions this time around but yes I, I, i'm fascinated mate so you were on bumble weren't you yes and you come up i was on bumble uh-huh. No, 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 so basically, so when I go on, when I used to go on dating apps, not when I go on them now, obviously, um, when I used to go on dating apps, um, I'd get to lunch, so basically, dating apps in Worthing are, uh, went to school with, went to college with, me sister. best friends, ex, yeah, yeah, best friend's ex-boyfriend, best friend's ex-husband, like, my cousin, repeat, <laughs> right, so, yeah, it's that kind of place, um, so, when I used to go to London, if I was a bit like, oh, I wish I had a boyfriend, I'd be like, right, I'm going to open my dating apps now. I'd swipe, close it down, not go back on it again for six months. Sam saw me, he clicked yes, and then kept going back and checking to see if I'd said yes. Um, and I hadn't, obviously, because I hadn't been back on it. So he messaged me on Instagram and was like, hi, um, you haven't, can you go make an appearance back on Bumble, please? I need to delete the app. So um, I want to delete the app or something, and you're the only reason I haven't. Um, so I was like, oh, he's a bit funny. So I went on his profile, private profile. Ooh. I was like, what? So then I Googled him and it was like, you know, like tech entrepreneur. Then a picture of him when he was a model, like all that six pack. Oh, this just keeps front. getting so better like, yeah, and right, better. I'll give, I'll give it a go. <laughs> Why not? What, what have I got to lose? Why not? And then, so yes, yeah, so we started chatting and then he was like, I think we need to do a phone call in the next few days because we can't talk on the phone. There's no point in continuing. Um, and then he it's said, no. and then, and then I went, my mum and dad had a grand national party and I got really drunk. And the next day I went on my phone and it was like FaceTime call Sam Rayson, like 35 minutes. And I was like, what? Oh babe, it's like, it's and like the sedation all over again. Yeah. And I was like, uh, did we, and he's like, yeah, you sat and took your makeup off. So the first time he'd ever seen me on FaceTime. I sat and propped my phone up and took my makeup off while I was talking to him. And then we went on our first date the following week. Um, but yeah, it was really weird going on our first date because we'd done all the sort of date one to four small talk on the phone because we'd been talking for like two hours a night. While you were doing your skincare. So then we got there. Yeah, and it was like, right, okay, so like 
it, it was really awkward at first because it's like, how do you sit down and then go on to like date five chat like now? Um, but we had a couple of wines, then it flowed. Therapy, family trauma, it was wonderful. A little bit of social lubrication, <laughs> no, no, quite like yeah. this. <laughs> Were you ever hesitant, mate? Like, obviously, you've been with Sam ages now, he sounds like a proper stand-up fella. But given the circumstances under which you met, which you met him, were you were you apprehensive at all? Did you worry about his motives, or do you just um, think, no, this fella's a lovely bit of kit, I'm balls deep? Um, I was never worried about his motives, I don't think. But I think that's because I still, I I like have always lived at home. I literally moved out last year, but I've been like from the minute I left Love Island, I've still been surrounded by like my best friends, my family. My agent is a family friend that I knew before. Um, so like I've always had my people around me um, and I so if I ever did snap at anyone when I was particularly stressed when I came out of Love Island um, I was quite quickly told no 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 um, I didn't have I had no yes people around me ever um, so I don't sort of see myself as any difference I just sort of still see myself as like an air hostess type thing so I don't clock like motives and stuff um, and I, it's the same with friends. And some of my friends from pre-Love um, Island do say to me sometimes, I don't like that person. I don't think they're a genuine friend to you. And I'm like, really? Why? And they're like, because of X, Y, Z. And I and I go, oh, 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 yeah, maybe. And they're like, it's because you see the best in everyone. It's not a bad but, um, quality, yeah, though, Amy. It's a nice quality. I know. Um, but I do get taken from mug quite a lot. But... Um, but yeah, so no, I never worry about his motives or anything. Uh, some people like you know message me and they're like, and I do like when I look at him because obviously I am punching massively, no, but I a, like that. He's a both lush. Give yourself some credit, you're both. But um, but thank you for he is he is beautiful and really nice. And everyone's just like, oh my god, I, lo- I love Sam, and I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, but so yeah, so I, you know, obviously meeting someone on um on Instagram is a bit weird as well because you don't know if they're definitely going to be who they say they are, which is, again, he wanted to FaceTime me just to show that he was him. Um, but, yeah, he's just he just saw me, he said, and he said, I look familiar. So he typed in Amy to Instagram and then Calvin, he's like, oh, that's where I know her from. But he was like, I always thought when I've... He's like, I haven't really followed your career, but sort of when I've seen you on things, I've always thought you've been quite down to earth. And, like, when I'm, like, dancing around singing like in the house I would say to him like did you think I'd be this weird and he's like no he didn't <laughs> do you know what like it's uh, so many things you've said have sound like parallels between myself and her kind of like we connected ac- yeah. across social media as well I completely think I'm punching with him it, like everyone's always telling me oh he's so nice he's so nice the thing that Erkan always says like because like, after the first date with him I had my heart broken yeah. quite badly and was not expecting to like anybody so fast. I yeah. was expecting yeah. to need a lot more time to heal. Yeah. And yeah. anyway, I noticed it. Um, and I remember being on the first date with him and just thinking, like, this is it. Like, this is what happiness actually feels like. And I asked yeah. him because I was still hurt, you know, and I probably wasn't being my best yeah. self. I was probably all over the shop. I went home, like, I was like, what made you want to keep dating me? Like, what was it? And he was like, you weren't anything like I expected. He was like, I just couldn't believe how nice you were. And Aww. I know, isn't that lovely? And I remember. And then you're like, so you thought I was horrible. Great, thanks. <laughs> no, I mean, every, everyone assumes I'm some sort of raving lunatic. So I wasn't offended at all. But no, I, I draw a lot of parallels and I'm really pleased you've got your happily ever after. After everything you've been through, mate, you absolutely deserve it. Thank you. Before I let you go, gorgeous girl, here at Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, we always ask our. Um, 
our guests to give our lovely listeners a couple pearls of wisdom. Um, and I think listening to you talk, um, it's so refreshingly honest. But I think what our listeners will want to know, because you do, you you go forward with, with such candid, beautiful honesty and openness. I want to know what your secret is to trust in your heart. How do you just take that leap of faith? And the pun is intended there as well. The pun is intended. I think for me, I've always been brought up to be very strong and independent. And I am. So I knew that I wouldn't have a boyfriend until it was the right person. And I was quite reluctant to ever call anyone like my boyfriend because because I hadn't had one. I was like, no, no, like it's got to be the right person. So I think just being brought up to sort of be my own person and sort of do what I want to do. I mean, my dad always says it's Amy's world. We just live in it. Um, And, you know, like, for example, when I was three years old and I wanted my ears pierced, and mum said no, at three years old, I managed to get my ears pierced. Um, So... I've always been one for doing what I want when I want. And I think I just try and carry that through. But also I think being authentic and just like, just listen to your, to your gut. I said line from 30, I do not have a gut. Um, but it's like, listen to your gut and you'll, you'll make the right decision. I think if you just go with, don't let yourself waver. And I'm, I'm quite bad at that in that I jump in with both feet and think about it later. No, I like, but you'll learn I like that. that. I like a good bit of passion, a bit of impulse. Mm. Why not? Um, because the way that I sort of always describe this, because I haven't described this very well, and I'm very sorry, listeners, but stay with me, is when I left Love Island, like one of the biggest shows on telly, and um, it was my choice to leave. I hadn't been done from the island. It was my choice to go. And everyone was going, what are you doing? What are you, like whispering in my ear, like, what are you doing? Like, you're ridiculous. I thought, when I was packing up my case, I thought, oh, God, I've actually done this now. Um, when I get to the end of that driveway, I'm going to be like, what have I done? Got to the end of the driveway, nothing. Took my mic off, nothing. I was really worried to go to sleep that night because I thought I'm going to wake up tomorrow and think I've just thrown away the biggest opportunity of my life. I had the best night's sleep I've had. My chaperone had to come in and wake me up because I was still asleep at like 11 o'clock. Only must have just relaxed um, me and, after everything you've yeah, been through. And this, so that, that told me that it was the right decision. And I think you'll know if it's the right decision. Trust your go. The secret. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Thank you so much, Amy, for being such a beautiful guest. Um, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. I was very, very uh, honoured to Are you be crazy? You've been on my wish list for ages, mate. I can't wait to see what you do next. No doubt it's going to be something brilliant and amazing. Thank you. Well, guys, that was the incredible Amy Hart with a super inspiring pod, I think. Um, and a bit of a roller coaster. I laughed. I cried, nearly. Um, I mean, that's it. I don't cry all the time, don't know, I'm such a funny. But no, real reason to cry on that one. Happy tears. She's um she's a tough cookie and a real advocate for doing things your own way, taking control of your own life, being strong and sassy. No, oh, she's really impressive. I was really impressed by her anyway. I hope you guys enjoyed that ep. Um, if you're loving listening to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, then please do all of the podcasty things. Leave a review, a nice one to tell your mates. Um, and the latest thing I'm telling everyone to do is to subscribe. So please, please, please subscribe. Um, next week, we welcome the incredible Laura Tobin. She's GMB's weather girl and so much more. Um, you find out why she hates that term, weather girl, next week. Hope you all have a brilliant week, guys. Small details are big surfaces. 
tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.